And the devil says, Why do they blame me for all their little failings? They use my name as if I spent my entire day sitting on their shoulders, forcing them to commit acts they would otherwise find repulsive. The devil made me do it. I have never made one of them do anything. Never. They live their own tiny lives. I do not live their lives for them. You're listening to Earl Francis on this week's Rehash. That was from Season of Mists by Neil Gaiman. And was also said by Lucifer himself on the TV show Lucifer. By the sound of it, the devil is not to be feared, but rather pitied. Welcome to this week's Rehash. I was one of the newly appointed leaders of a Catholic youth ministry, and we were tasked to help manage a retreat for a group of middle schoolers. The first day went well. Introductions were made, and the whole schedule for the three-day event was given to the children while reminding them to be on time for breaks, classroom sessions, and lights out. I was in senior high during this time, and the so-called elders, who were responsible for all of us and for the smooth running of the whole retreat, were yuppies in their early 20s. On the first night, the supposed leaders decided that, after the kids went to bed, that it was their turn to party. So they spent the night talking and drinking what I suspect was booze. No harm, no foul. They were all of legal age to drink, and everybody needs to unwind, especially after handling a bunch of kids. Problem was, they could not get up the next morning. The children woke up very early, as scheduled, and was waiting for their early morning classroom session in which one of the elders was supposed to lead them in morning prayers and give a talk. Barely awake, with no breakfast yet, Poor kids were waiting on their elders to show up and talk to them about God and the Bible. So the rest of us teenagers took charge and tried as much as we can to stick with the schedule. We looked at the scheduled topic that was supposed to be discussed and just winged it. Basically talked out of our asses and made up stuff. We mostly repeated what we have heard from priests and teachers. Basic BS. When the supposed elders finally got up past noon, They gathered us helpers and told us that what happened was an example of how the devil didn't want the children to hear the word of God, so it held them down to their beds. That was why they couldn't get up to teach the children. Then they thanked us for stepping up and salvaging the morning session. I wanted to call them out on their bowl right then and there. It's you who stayed up late? You who drank all night? You who wouldn't get up? And now you blame the devil for it? But I kept my mouth shut. There was no point of bringing it up. It will just ruin the mood and we still had a day and a half to go. But it was one of those moments that revealed to me the bull in these kinds of things. listening to Earl Francis on this week's Rehash. I love the show Lucifer. 
It was as if they took the thoughts I had about the concept of a devil and said it out loud, and even made a show out of it. I guess there are plenty of people who thought the same because this show was a hit. I mentioned how much I liked the show to a co-worker, and boy did that open a can of worms. You know how they say not to talk about religion and politics at work? Well, it's true. It didn't start out as religion because it was a TV show, but apparently it touched a nerve, and we had a three-hour discussion about the concept of a devil. I told her that I subscribed to the idea that there is a divine being that is all-powerful, almighty, omnipresent, and omnipotent, mainly because of the order in chaos and the genius designs that's embedded in the cosmos, in nature, and in our bodies. It's just amazing. And I'd like to think that whatever or whoever created such marvelous things is the most powerful. So if I put something right beside it that can alter its will or challenge it, like an antagonist such as a devil, then it makes it less powerful. Most of all, believing in an almighty and a divine being gives me hope that good will prevail. But I know that on the same token, the concept of good and evil is a human concept. The same way we would not know the difference between light and darkness if the other didn't exist. In human logic, the devil is a necessary evil. Pun intended. So in order to believe in a good god, we need to make a counterpart to know the difference. Or, at the very least, put the blame on someone when everything goes wrong. Because how dare we blame a good God on all the catastrophes and chaos we experience in this world? If legend holds true, we are all born sinners because of the devil. From the very start we are already blaming him, her, or it. Poor devil. I guess we all play the blame game one way or the other. Perhaps it's part of our programming called self-preservation. Maybe that is why we created the devil, because it gives us an eternal being that we can always put the blame on. This is Earl Francis for this week's Rehash. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please remember to hit that support button and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.